Hello, my name is Stephen Rilston and we're recording this episode of the Manchester is Red podcast on a Monday afternoon after 3pm announcement by Manchester United on Mason Greenwood's future. Uh, the club has done their own investigation over the last six and a half months into the player and we have now reached the decision, or the club have reached the decision, I should say. I'm just going to read out the, the statement from the club to begin with and I'm going to get reaction from my colleague Samuel Luckhurst. Manchester United has concluded its internal investigation into the allegations made against Mason Greenwood. Our process commenced in February 2023, following all charges against Mason Greenwood being dropped. Throughout, we have taken into account the wishes, rights and perspective of the alleged victim, along with the club's standards and values, and sought to collate as much information and context as possible. This has required us to proceed with sensitivity and care to obtain evidence not in the public domain including from those with direct knowledge of the case. Based on the evidence available to us, we have concluded that the material posted online did not provide a full picture and that Mason Greenwood did not commit the offences in respect of which he was originally charged. That said, as Mason Greenwood publicly acknowledges today, he has made mistakes which he has taken responsibility for. All those involved, including Mason Greenwood, recognise the difficulties with him recommencing his career at Manchester United. It is therefore been mutually agreed that it would be most appropriate for him to do so away from Old Trafford and we will now work with Mason Greenwood to achieve that outcome. So that's the full statement from the club. Uh, Samuel, that was embargoed for 3pm earlier today. What's your first reaction on that statement? They've made the right decision, but they've gone about it in the wrong way, having backtracked on their original intention to reintegrate Mason Greenwood into the squad, which is something that they have not denied in uh, the, the various statements that they've released today. There's, of course, the statement from the club. Mason Greenwood's put his statement out and, and Richard Arnold has uh, written an open letter to supporters having recorded uh, a video where he outlined the club's intention to reintegrate Mason Greenwood into the first-team squad. Once that emerged last week through Adam Crafton's reporting, there was, we all saw, there was a backlash online. A lot of matchgoers voiced their disapproval of, of, of that intention. And then on Saturday, uh, myself and other colleagues, um, we, we, we sourced that United were going to make a U-turn. So this announcement today and the outcome wasn't a surprise. I think for everybody concerned, yeah, it's it's the right move. Uh, it's it's not going to be easy. Obviously, Mason Greenwood has been with Manchester United since the age of seven. He's contracted to them until 2025. United found no grounds for a termination of his contract. They maintain that if they had found grounds for that, they wouldn't have hesitated. But he was found. Uh, he, you know, there was no court case. The charges against him were dropped in February. He's maintained his innocence all along. And while that may, you know, people may look at that and think, well, why not reintegrate him back into the team? It's not as simple as, as that. Uh, there's a, this was a moral decision. And I think the, United, the, the mistake that United made last week was that, and, and had been making prior to that, was they approached it as a football decision. And it's a unique case because the allegations, the material from the, the allegate of these allegations that were posted by the alleged victim went online. People can still watch it. People can still listen to it. And that was always 
that always had to have a bearing on, on the final outcome. The decision took six and a half months to, to reach in the end. Charges were dropped in February, so it's rumbled on. We expected a decision to be made before the Wolves game. Obviously, that changed as we reported on the Manchester Evening News. Um, the process, the, the length of how long it's taken, I guess is disappointing um, in the manner of which it's happened. As you said, there's, there's been a U-turn almost from the club on this decision, and I guess that's disappointing as well. They've been very thorough in their investigation. As you say, it's been six months, six and a half months. It should have been thorough. You want to cover all bases. Uh, they've, they've spoken to the, the, the people concerned. They've, they've gathered and collated as much information as possible. Uh, they've gone about it in a very careful way as well. They've, they've shared details of that investigation today, not just their investigation, but the police investigation, Greenwood, cooperated fully with Greater Manchester Police. Uh, United say that he provided passwords to his devices so they could examine them. Uh, but the alleged victim asked the police to with withdraw their, their investigation in April 2022. The police and the Crown Prosecution Service spent a year trying to build a case. And then it was announced in, on February the 2nd, I think it was, that uh, the charges had been dropped. And since then, We've been waiting for United to, to make their announcement. And I think we sensed quite, quite early on after the, the, the CPS announcement on February 2nd that it wouldn't be before, before the end of last season. But this, this gap since early June to now... It, it, things did become in danger of spiralling. And it, and it did because they've, they've ended up backtracking. They missed the deadline that they had imposed themselves. And after what happened last week, they really did need to address it today, uh, which it, we're, we're talking on Monday, they've done that. So I think from a communications, uh, if you're looking at it from a communications perspective, there's a lot of work for United to do there because... Um, it, it was an omnishambles last week, and really they should have they should have seen certain reactions come in a long way off. And I, I go back to that point earlier. This was always it always had to be a moral decision that they made, and I don't think they approached it in that way. And we talk about duty of care. They have a duty of care to obviously female fans to the female players, which was mentioned by Richard Arnold. He didn't want to um, communicate something whilst the Lionesses were, were playing at the World Cup, which was reported last week, but he effectively admitted that in his, in his open letter today. And they also have a duty of care to Greenwood as well, uh, where he's, he's not been able to be in a, a training environment, a professional football environment for, for 19 months now when United, they, they've stressed in their statement, he, he's been with them since the age of seven. And now they intend to help him and assist him in finding a new club, which I think is the right thing to do while he remains under contract. They stressed as well in their statement, as you, as you read out, that it's a mutual decision, which certainly makes should make things smoother it doesn't appear to be there doesn't appear to be any rancor there uh, or, or confrontation between the club and the player so you know we, we, finally there's a resolution it won't be the end of it of course because Eric Ten Hag will have his press conference on Friday and though he may try and refer to the statement or the the open letter today a lot of people Millions of people, in fact, around the world, millions of Manchester United fans are going to want to know 
his thoughts on it and what he intended to do with Mason Greenwood, whether he wanted to keep him, whether he wanted him in the squad this season, what his plan was for him. And I, I really do think that he also, he owes supporters an explanation on that. Um, he, he's got to be candid on it. I don't think it will wash for him to just refer to the statement and to try and dodge questions on the matter because he is the manager of Manchester United and he has a, a duty to, uh, to to communicate with, with supporters on that. Ideal scenario of the decision would have been announced shortly after the end of the season. Obviously, United played in the FA Cup final, um, had a break. It's took it's the 21st of August as we record this podcast, so as we say, it has rumbled on. There's also a statement from Richard Arnold, a, a letter, an open letter to support us, and there's a statement from Mason Greenwood. I'm just going to read a little bit out from Arnold's, the very end of Arnold's statement, Samuel, and you can react to that as well, um, because Richard Arnold, the club's CEO, has said... Lo, we have decided that Mason Greenwood will seek to rebuild his career away from Manchester United. That does not single, sorry, signal the end of this matter. The club will continue to offer its support, both the alleged victim and Mason Greenwood, to help them rebuild and move forward positively with their lives. Where does this leave the player and the club, Samuel? Well, United, have, although they didn't outright say it in their statement, he will not play for them again. Uh, they do not expect him to play for them again. Time is of the essence because the transfer window closes next Friday on September the 1st. If he's still at Manchester United, I don't think he can really move elsewhere. We said uh, last week the transfer window in Saudi Arabia is open for a little bit longer. So in countries where their window is open longer than the Premier League's, He's, he's still free to be transferred to them. But people have, have wondered, well, if he's loaned out, does that mean he can come back after building up match fitness and um, and, and be, being reintegrated into the United squad? United are not planning for that. If he goes on loan somewhere, it would be with a view to him possibly moving to that club permanently or moving to another club permanently. So he's under contract until... June 2025, I think it is safe to say that the plus one option on his deal will be left dormant. And it's just a case for now whether United can, and, and whether Greenwood's far representative and father, Andrew, can you know, settle on a club, identify a club who will, will sign him within this very small time frame. And that was another reason I felt why the club had to make that statement back in June shortly after the season ended because we talk about duty of care and their duty of care to Greenwood. That would have given him ample time to identify a club. This time last week, he would probably have been under the assumption he was coming back into the Manchester United first team and staying where he lives in Cheshire and, and not having to, to up sticks. But of course, things have changed. So anything you'd like to add, Samuel, that uh, we've not discussed? No, I think that, that covers everything. As I said, they've, they've made the right decision, I feel. I know there'll be certain fans out there who would have wanted Mason Greenwood back. But just, again, I, I'm repeating myself, but this was a moral decision. It was a complex case. United have said the evidence that came into the public domain, it wasn't the full story. There was other evidence to, to glean from it. That's why... The charges were dropped. That's why Manchester United didn't terminate his contract as well. But they've made the right decision. It had to be a moral decision. And 
Greenwood can continue his career elsewhere. He's still young enough to have a fulfilling career elsewhere, but it's the right decision that it won't be at Manchester United. As Samuel said, it, it is a complex case um, and we'll continue to cover the breaking story on the Manchester Evening News. So thanks for your time, Samuel. Thank you.